Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to the movie show. We're here to trawl the bottom of the Netflix stream in search of hidden gems. We are indeed. That's what we do. We try and find the best stuff that nobody else is watching on Netflix. Oh, it's my favourite part of the talk week. Talk to you about it. Me too. I absolutely love this show. I love doing the wave, but I love recording the movie show. Yeah. Yeah? Definitely. Me too. This week, we have found a gritty Irish drama called Here Are the Young Men. Um, it is from 2020. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 36 minutes and is currently rated 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. My perception before you told me that is that it would have been higher rated on mm, IMDb. Same. I agree. But it seems low, doesn't it? Yeah. It's one of the lowest we've done this season. Yeah. Apart from Buddy Games, I think it's probably the lowest. Okay. Interesting. So that is interesting, I thought. I call it a gritty Irish drama. However, it's, there's no Irish people in it. Or not many Irish I think people. there's one. Yeah, there's one. Um, one of them who isn't Irish is a guy called Dean Charles Chapman. He plays Matthew, the main character in this movie. He's English. Uh, most famous for... Well, he's got... Most famously, he's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He was Thomas Tom and Baratheon in Game of Thrones. Oh, sure, yeah. And But he's also in 1917. He is, Which is yes. a big-ass movie from yeah. a few years ago. So I think most famous for both of them. Cool, yeah. You're going to know him from both of those things, I think. Um, also stars a guy called Finn Cole, also an Englishman. He plays Joseph Kearney. Um, he's been in quite a few things. He was in Fast and the Furious 9. Yeah. Uh, Slaughterhouse Rules. Okay. You've seen that? It's yeah, I have film. seen that. Yeah. It's a great film. Um, most famous though probably is in Peaky Blinders he was okay. one of the younger brothers in Peaky Blinders and he's got a new show now on Hulu in the States I think you right. believe he's like the main character in that I don't know what it's am called. I getting old or do they both look quite similar as well yeah they're both similar looking okay. boys Fine. I say boys they're both nearly 30 they're, they're really like, yeah they're both <laughs> they're not boys um, also this film stars Anya Taylor-Joy sure does she plays a character called Jen Obviously most famous for The Queen's Gambit. Sure. But she's been in loads of stuff. She was in Last Night in Soho. Of course. Which was my movie of the year, 2021. Oh, I think nice. that was the best movie released nice. in 2021. She's been on the show before. She has been on the show before. She was in Thoroughbreds. She was. Um, which is not a good movie. Um, she's in The Vavitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably what brought her to the dance, The Vavitch. The Vavitch. And most famously, she, well, most recently, she's in the Super Mario movie. She plays Princess Peach sure. in the Super Mario movie. Uh, written and directed by a guy called Owen Macken, and based on a novel, this is. Oh. By Rob Doyle, which is possibly the most Irish name I've ever heard. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Here are the young men. Don't go onto Netflix and search for Where Are the Young Men? Because <laughs> that's what I did, and I could not find this movie for about 15 minutes. <laughs> well, it's because you got distracted. Because <laughs> I got the distracted. <laughs> it's usually what I It's usually what I type into Google, not Netflix. And. Um, yeah, it's it's not called that, so it wouldn't Netflix wouldn't bring it up for me. It's called Here Are the Young Men. Also, it is leaving Netflix on September the 9th, I believe. Yeah. So you've got a few weeks to watch it yet, yeah. but it is about to leave Netflix. Um, I assume it'll turn up somewhere else. These things usually do. They do indeed. And it'll probably turn back up on Netflix at some point. It also usually happens. Yes. Do you, Nick, have a one-word review of Here Are the Young Men? Men. <laughs> Is that a two and a half men reference? Yeah. Nice. Stick into the brief this week. I like it. It was a one word review. I mean, I mean, it's also the second week in a row I've sung the one word it review. It is. Which, is by the way, become is a new not thing? becoming a gimmick. I like it. Let's yeah. keep it. Where does this movie start, Nick? Uh, there's a young man in church. There is. And he does a bit of a voiceover. Yes. Is that a funeral? Yes. And yes. yeah, he's doing a voiceover about how it's... The, how the summer after the, your last year of school should be the best summer of your life because it's before you become an adult and you don't have to take any responsibility on yeah, it. And you should just you should treat it as your last big blowout. He says, this is a real story. This really happened. Yeah, these things happened, yeah. is what he says. And then the film cuts to two months earlier, Dublin, June 2003. 2003, yeah. Mm, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and he is having a meeting at school. He's meeting with, I presume, the principal of the school. Sure. Um, Someone who's responsible for his well-being <laughs> yeah. whilst at school. He's just about this to leave. This is Matthew. Yes, this is Matthew, our main character, Dean Charles Chapman's character. Um, the teacher is played by somebody who's quite famous. He's been in loads of stuff. Game of Thrones again. Game of Thrones again. Yeah, there's quite a few members of the cast of Game of Thrones in this movie. Um, oh, what's his name? 
You'll know him. He's in the office as well. That's old Frey Bantos, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to find his name. Ralph Innocent. That's him. I mean, they're basically just talking about how he, the normal when you're just about to leave school, chats you have with a teacher, take care with your choices. Yeah, don't, the don't teacher's like, you've got road. potential. Yeah. Don't muck around with them ne'er-do-wells yeah. with which you hang around. Yeah, you've got a future so ahead of you. Talk. Um, make care with your choices, that sort of thing. And all Matthew's interested in doing is leaving because this is his last conversation at school. He's yeah. about to walk out the gates forever. Um, and then he does. He leaves the school, throws his uniform in the river. He does. Or the canal, whatever it uh, was. He meets his friend. He meets up with his friend. Kearney. This is Kearney. Is that one of the bullies from The Simpsons? It is one of the bullies from The Simpsons, and it made me laugh a few times during I really it. hope that's why they've, <laughs> they've named the character. Um, they, go to, they go back to the church. Well, not back to, because this is before that scene, but they, they go to the church. They meet their third friend. Third friend, Rez. church. Who is played by an Irishman. Oh, well, they... That's nice. Um, and while they're in church, they decide they're going to start doing some drugs. Let's fuck some shit up. Let's take some... They take oxys, don't they, quite a lot in this movie. They take some pills. And then they head back to school. They do. Um, after in. the school's all shut down and locked up, they break into the school and they start graffitiing up the school. Yeah, they're spray painting a whiteboard. Yeah. They draw a dick. They draw a dick and yeah. some choice words for the teachers and that sort of stuff. And then Kenny picks up a desk and throws it through the window. Yeah, smashes the window. Which causes the alarm to go off. So they leave, and this school appears to have an underground car park. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly goes a bit sore. Yeah, it does a little bit. They go, they head down With into one the... Car, precisely one car in it. One car in the underground car pres- park. Exactly, conveniently, uh, Matthew's teacher. Yeah. Oh, presumably was Kearney's teacher, because at this point we learn that Kearney was expelled earlier in the term because he goes to town on this vehicle. He does. He uh, Yeah, he takes out all of his aggression on this on this car and he basically beats the crap out of it with a crowbar yeah he batters the windscreen he does kicks off the headlights and they get caught the teacher comes down the teacher looks very disappointed at Matthew he says to Matthew we literally just had this conversation I told you about making your life choice he says you don't have to make this choice yep and Matthew walks over to the car and kicks off the wing mirror and we cut into the title card they run they run and we come into the tower card over them running. Why are they never arrested or prosecuted? Yeah, there's no policemen in this movie at all. I don't know where the police are. Because it's literally never mentioned again that they no. destroyed, defeated and destroyed. They commit a crime in pretty much every scene in this movie. Yeah. And never. <laughs> and, and not subtly. No. The, the only time they're in a police station is when they're being treated really nicely by a really nice policeman. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just like. Yeah. It stuck out to me. It stuck it's out to me. It's not a big deal, but it... It's unusual, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And they head straight to an end-of-year party. There's an underground club somewhere that's having an end-of-year party. And they're basically getting fucked up at this party. Um, and, and quickly, this this kind of montage of partying basically establishes that Kenny is a psychopath. Ten, Kenny is rage absolute, issues. Yeah. He's got big issues. Uh, but you get the feeling from Matthew that he's he does genuinely think that he's a little bit above that. And what this teacher was saying was maybe resonating with him a little bit in these early scenes. Uh, Because at one point in this club, he just stands and stares at himself in a mirror for a good while. Just kind of, and you can see he's like assessing his life choices and maybe taking on board what the teacher was saying. Um, He almost gets into a fight. Um, Basically, there's just a party montage. There's credits running as well, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. Just over this uh, party montage. And then the next, I presume the next morning, they meet up with Jen. At the beach. On the beach. They're sitting on the beach doing more drugs, more smoking, more pill taking. And she's like a girl they know from school, I think. Yeah, and Je- Jen and Math- Matthew, I would say, have got a mutual instri- interest yeah, that they've the, not yet acted on. What Kearney says is, Jen wants your dick. That's how he pronounces it. That's how he says it. Matthew decides he's going to go off for a walk on his own. And he's, again, looks like he's contemplating life. He stands out on the beach just looking out at the sea. Yeah, and he talks to Jen for a bit and yeah. she, she sort of says, well, I'd like to quite like go and do some travelling. Yeah, just uh, get out of this town for a bit. And he's he's like, this is where he's like Kevin the teenager, I yeah. thought, because Matthew's character is something, well, everywhere's the same. What's the point? point yeah. You know. He's, been, it, he's obviously clearly never left this town. He's been brought yeah. up in this backwater Irish it's, town. It's like somewhere. TV's the same everywhere. It's just a, all this American crap on yeah. tv everywhere you could be anywhere what's the point going anywhere that's exactly what it's like um, she then leaves and they do some more drugs 
Um, Kenny reveals at this point that he's going to move to America for a few weeks over the summer. He's going to just leave his brother out. Yeah, seems some sort of contractor. Yeah, so they're walking down the street. Rez goes off. He goes off somewhere. I don't know where. Does he go toilet or something? Yeah, somewhere. Um, And then this little girl pushes between Matthew and Kenny. She's carrying a football. She's running down the street. Looks happy as Larry. Pushes between them, and then off screen, all you hear is a scream and a screech. And turns out this little girl's just been hit by a car. Yeah. And the two boys have, wit- well, all three of them witness it, but they're not all together at the time. Um, and it fucks them up <laughs> in a big way. And that's basically what the rest of this movie's about. They're not the only ones around. It's quite, no, it's it's quite a It's a busy area. The area. girl's so mum comes running over, screaming. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite a harrowing scene yeah. that you can see in their face that. They, they're devastated by what they've just All three witnessed. of them have very different reactions. Which very different reactions. Is, is basically what this movie explores. Yes. The three different reactions to how they deal with this incident. Um, then they're in a police station. They get, they're giving their statement to the police about what happened. This is where we find out that the little girl dies. Yeah. And the policeman, like you said earlier, is very nice. He says, yes. look, no one thanks should for have coming to in, witness lads. this. Thanks devastated that you had to see that. Um, thanks for giving your statement. Um, and then Matthew goes home. We meet his mother for the first time. Right. I want some issues here. You want some issues? <laughs> I want to talk about some issues okay. here. So, the character of Matthew's mum. Yeah. She's in like three scenes. Yes. A couple of which are quite important. Yeah. Arguably this being one of them. Is she fucked up? Yeah, I think what, she's just a mess. What's... She's just, she, it never says she's on drugs or she's It's not good enough. Or, it's not good enough. I, I think you're right. She's just a bad mum. I mean, like, what's she's this character? She's portrayed as a bad they're, mother. They're, they're, you're trying to imply there's something interesting here about this character. Yeah. Because she's, she's emotionally distraught. She's, are you trying to tell me she's on drugs? What, is she a drunk? What? Yeah. She, it doesn't give what enough, What trauma has she it? gone through? Because she doesn't really listen to Matt. He says... Um, he tells you he's going to take a job that yeah, he's, he's been offered. going to take this she job he's got offered. It's time to grow up, he says. I think this is hitting him yeah. quite hard. And he's realising now, it's time he's, for me to move on. And he says, I saw up. a girl die today. And yeah. she's like, hmm? Yeah, she didn't hear and him. And he says, nothing. Yeah. I, I want to know what's, what's the deal here. Yeah. I think my one of my big... We'll get into this now then. One of my biggest problems with this movie is it, it is quite shallow. The your, your main characters on the top are fine, but there's nothing. there's no meat between underneath them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Kenny's dad's the same. He's like, yeah, yeah. Any supporting character, they're just is shallow like, nobodies. Yeah, but surely even the, Red to an extent. A, it's just, well, we'll get onto him. Yeah, yeah. So you can see there's like there's a backstory here. Well, don't give me that if you're not going to. Yeah, I think it's just you know. bad Irish parenting. Is <laughs> the uh, what we're getting at? And notably, the uh, lady that plays uh, Matthew's mum. Susan Lynch. This is her third appearance yes, on this show. Yes, you told me this earlier. I was not aware of this. Because she was in Hard Times, which was the Viagra comedy movie. It was. From a couple of seasons ago. And she was also in A Bad Day for the Cut. Hmm. Which was which is another gritty bad. Irish drama. Which she was very good in. She was like lead gangster. Gangster lady. Yeah. But she's just, literally, she's in three scenes of this Wasted movie. Wasted in this movie. Absolutely. Um, this is mirrored, the scene of Matthew telling his mum is mirrored by Kearney then going home and telling his dad. What he's seen. And his dad li- at least listens, but he's only as bothered as we've seen Matthew's mum. Because yeah. Kenny's dad basically just says, well, it's life. Yeah. His dad instantly played by Connolly Phil, who was also in Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, yeah, he's like, yeah, it happens, shit happens, it's life, get on with it. Not interested in anything. And then we randomly cut to Rez, who's just fucking this random girl that out of nowhere. Yeah, who, again, is a character that is forgotten about yeah, until about the last 10 she minutes Never mentioned movie. again. Um, and... We, as far as we know, we never see Rez's parents. No, we don't. I don't so think. he's just staring at himself in a mirror while he's he's boning, boning Julie. Julie, indeed. Um, and it, basically, what that's showing them is how these three guys are starting to deal with this. What they've seen, yeah. this horrific incident they've witnessed, and how it's messed up their heads. And then the three of them get back together, and they're they're sitting. I think it's in Kearney's bedroom. Yeah. And they're just discussing playing death Xbox and, and playing and Xbox talking. and discussing death and how. Uh, Rez has basically gone straight into an existential crisis. Yeah, he's having a he's a, he's probably taking it the he's worst. Like, what, what's the Visibly point? the what's worst the he's worst? taking it. Yeah, he's withdrawing. Yeah, I think all three of them have taken it badly, but you see it in Rez before you see it in any of the others. Matthew um, says he can't stop thinking about it in terms of yeah, he's just trying to process it. It's playing over and over in his head. Yeah, and like, go on. No, you say it. And, and Kearney <laughs> says, "Well, I found it exhilarating. Yeah, I thought he's it was like, like oh, it's incredible. horrible that it happened. Yeah, but I'm buzzing. Yeah, it was incredible. But we were there and we." Yeah. Yeah, which is a really 
psychopathic way to see things. Sure. Um, and he, Kenny also at this point reveals that he's leaving. Oh yeah, he's like tomorrow. You know, you know earlier I said I might be going to America. America from with my brother. Yeah, and everyone. He's like, oh, I'm going tomorrow. Going yeah, tomorrow. That none of them went. What? Because yeah. if one of my mates said I'm going to move to America tomorrow, I'd be like, you could have fucking said. But Matthew just kind of lies down on the bed and he's like, and then he goes. Res leaves because Res is like, I'm not in the mood to hang out. I don't yeah. want to be around you guys. He's like, see you never. See you later. He just goes. And then Matthew just gets up, shakes Kearney's hand and says, have a nice time in America and just walks out the door. As if they're not best mates who do yeah. everything well, together. Well, so far, we've been told they're like total bros. Yeah, who do everything you know, together. Blood brothers and all that. And it's like... And then Kearney just leaves. It was weird. <laughs> it was This was a... This, it was weird, this scene. This movie's weird. And we'll come to what... There's some very weird scenes coming up that we'll come to. They are all part. Go the separate ways. Yes, and then for the first time in this movie, Kearney has this vision of being on a TV chat yeah. show. Yeah, yeah. So his dad earlier, when he saw his dad, he was watching this TV chat show, Joey Springer sort of type thing. Yeah. And now for the rest of this movie, we have various scenes where people either imagine being on this or... Imagine watching somebody else And it's it. kind of like a... It's kind of, every time we we cut to this sort of TV studio, it's them sort of self-analyzing yeah. or being criti- critically sort of having their flaws and uh, looked at by the audience or interviewed by the, the chat show host. I really disliked every single scene. Agreed. It just... It where just, they did this gimmick. It was too weird. It added nothing to this movie. For it me. didn't. I just it, wanted it to be... Every time it happened, I wanted it to be back in the... It linear just, story. It not only didn't add anything, it took stuff away. Yeah. It, it it made it seem a bit too... Tri- they were trying to be trippy yeah. and make it weird. And it just... It isn't that movie. It, it, like the whole scenes of Kearney being in America is him on this TV show where Matthew sees him in the background of yeah, a yeah. scene or something. Oh, I'm having a great time. Yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's obviously it's just calls or texts or whatever yeah. going through. Yeah, it, it's really strange. We'll come, there's some really weird... This movie's probably too. trying to say something about the influence of like... TV shit TV on yeah. young people and stuff. But it doesn't work. Just, it, does, it didn't does land it, for me. None of these scenes landed. Um, we cut to Matthew. He's now hanging out with Jen. Um, he goes in for the kiss and she kisses him back. Yeah. Um, then he tries to take his trousers off and she's not up for that yet. She's yeah. like, no, not yet. Um, and then he, he asks her to be his girlfriend. And she agrees. And she says yes. And then he leaves to go to work. Because I think some time has passed. Time, whilst Kearney is not in this movie, time's passing quite quickly, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, there's a few um, weeks going past. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he goes to work. He's got a job in a tyre place, putting tyres on wheels. Sure. Um, him and Jen go off and do some graffiti together. They do. Um, Jen's got a job, I presume, singing in a bar, or she's yeah. performing in a bar, which is Matthew's gone to watch. Um, and Rez turns up. He's got some pills. Um, and they all take the pills this time. Even Jen, who J- Jen turned down the pills last time. Yeah, she's like, oh, I've never yeah, done it. Not? But yeah, they persuade her. And then a tramp approaches or oh, yeah. a, a homeless man approaches. Yeah, they give him some change. And he asks for some change. They give him some change. Well, They're Jen nice does. guys. Jen gives him some. Matthew's kind to this guy yeah. as well. Rez is there. They're all, and yeah. the tramp sings Jen a song. Yes, which Matthew oh. doesn't really like, I don't yeah. think. He takes exception. It's all about how much he loves Jen for giving him money. Um, and we get another montage of clubbing, drinking, getting fucked taking up drugs. Montage. Yeah. Uh, Rez is clearly spiralling out of control yep. at this point. Randomly, Matthew gets a tattoo, which again, never gets mentioned. That oh, happens it's because Jen draws on him in Byro. Yeah, and then he gets, and he it, gets tattooed it tattooed. Um, which is never mentioned again. It's just in this montage. Um, T- Kearney is on the TV in the background of some of these scenes, trying to get hold of Matthew. Yeah. So he's like, you can, he's like shouting from the screen, why you're not answering your phone, why why can't I get hold of you? Um, and then suddenly we see Rez on a bridge or on the edge of this, canal sure. slash river and then he's suddenly in the water yeah he jumps in i thought matthew had dreamt this bit because he, he matthew wasn't then, clear was it it wasn't clear um and he wakes up as soon as he res hits the yeah. water matthew wakes up from this dream that he's having and he's got an email from kearney remember this film set in 2003 so yeah that's how we communicated back then apparently um and he's talking about how good he's having it in america how good his life is um he's getting all the girls he's sure. having loads of fun He's still it's this... like there's no rules here. You can do anything. Yeah, and then there's more of this scene of this in this TV studio of him talking, 
Um, he's like becoming a star in America, basically, on on the TV on the TV show. show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the the TV show ends with him holding a gun to a woman's head. And it's a woman with blue hair, yeah. Yes. That woman. It's yes. Numi Rapace. Why is she in this? It's Numi Rapace. Yeah. She's in this for like three minutes, and they all, really? they all like grope her. And that was that. Honestly, I never picked up yeah, on that. Yeah. Who is absolutely racking up appearances in <laughs> she on is. the bottom of the street. She is. Yeah. I wonder if she's the most now. She's, she'll she's be. Got to be she'll up be there. up there with another Scandinavian, Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah. We would have to total up. We should probably do that at some point. Yeah. Because I bet there's some we've not even noticed. Why is she in this movie? I don't know. I didn't know she was. Just, <laughs> it's, it's really random. You could argue why is Anya Taylor-Joy taking this role on? Because this is 2020. So this is like after some of her bigger stuff. Mm. And she's taken on roles like this. But yeah, Numi Rapace, that is random. Yeah. So she's she's this... Uh, she's just like the model on this TV show. Yeah, it? and and it's... Again, I suppose it's trying to say how... It's foreshadowing, isn't it? How Kearney is awful to women yeah and, and yeah. to everybody is yeah. it just a not enough as is guy? tv in general yes. especially on this sort of exploitative tv show yeah and this is happening but it, all matthew's doing is reading an email so it's either happening is it in his head yeah or kearney's head or yeah. it's a way to show us what kearney's been up to whilst yeah. he's been out there it's never really clear what it is um but he's got a gun to her head anyway um, and then matthew's mum knocks on the door comes in and she says oh i'm glad you're awake something's happened to Rez. Yeah. And then the next thing we see is Matthew walking through some hospital corridors. Um and Rez has tried to kill himself. He's jumped off this bridge yeah, into I, the water. He, oh, says, he has survived. He says to Matthew, do you know what the worst thing is? You didn't even realise I'd I'd gone. Yeah. He's like the first thing he says to him is do you really care? Yeah. Are you do you really care that I tried to kill myself? Um, Matthew's like, well, yeah, of course I do. You're my best mate, and he's like, he's not buying any of it. He's like, and then Rez says, you'd love it if I died, yeah. by committing suicide because you, you and Kenny, you'd love the drama. Yeah, you'd give love you something being to associated out. with some uh, having a mate who killed himself. Yeah, you'd get off on it. And Matthew's like, no, that's ridiculous. It's but, absolutely spot on. But it is absolutely spot on. I want more of Rez in this movie. Yeah, there's not enough Rez in this. Just movie. because, again, I didn't get enough of his story. Yeah. Again, he's not a fleshed out character. Yeah. The, the the three the only three fleshed out characters are Matthew Kearney and Jeff. I always think this movie does a disservice to if maybe I'm just playing too broad, broad brushstrokes here, but if you really want to tackle sort of suicide and you know mental health, yeah, why are you only giving that character lip service? Yeah, that's what I mean about this movie and being shallow. They don't aside. they don't go into depth in anything that yeah. they try and do. That's sounds weird to say but there's more darker themes than suicide in this movie and they're, they're just like you say they just give it lip service they're yeah. just it's just all it's not, surface again level. i don't think it's good enough oh, i agree i i completely agree um yeah the scene ends with rez telling matthew to piss off and he does he just leaves um and then matthew gets like a he does like another voiceover scene yeah which is again out of place in the movie because he does it at the beginning and a little bit at the end uh, but it's weird in the middle and it's like we all He's talking about how they've all reacted to this murder, uh, this death that they've seen, and how they all acted differently. Red tried to kill himself, um, and then he says, "I'm just glad Kearney isn't here." Yeah, that's how the voiceover ends because he knows that Rez is right, and Kearney would have reacted like that to what Rez was saying. Sure. Um, and then in the very, very next scene, as soon as that line comes out of his mouth, "I'm just glad Kearney isn't here," Kearney comes home. Yeah, you get you get another quick flash. Uh, to the TV studio, yeah, and the the host, the game show host, the chat show host, basically berating Kearney, saying, "You need to do something, do some movie life. Go and go and make me make yourself deserve to be on a show like this. Yeah. Go and do something." And then, yeah, we see him walk back home. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah. They just go back to how they were. They get high and play video games. Yeah. Um, Kenny's completely unbothered about Rez yeah he's completely he actually says god he must feel like a failure can't even kill himself properly is Kenny the most despicable character we've ever had on the show Um, because he's not even Scott started yet (laughs) I think he's the most maybe he's the most evil person I mean it's a tough call between him and the guy from the ledge yeah, true. But that, that was true. a caricature of a yes. character. This is a... I would say maybe this is in a way... This is someone who is mentally 
unhinged. Un, yeah, completely. He's a psychopath. So, he's unstable. Yeah. Yeah. But nobody's noticed. He's gone through his whole life and nobody's really noticed this guy's a psychopath. And and maybe that's the other issue I have with this the characterization is there's why has no one noticed that? Yeah. And all the because he's like what, they've just left school, so they're playing what, yeah. sixteen? Yeah. Seventeen. Obviously there are a lot So of all of a sudden or quite soon, but we're probably halfway ish through this movie. Yeah. General suddenly will start to refer to him as like your creepy friend yeah. or like oh, I've always told you there's something weird about him. But she hasn't. No. In the, uh, the, in the in film the, that we've seen. She has never said that. She that was hanging out with them. In the beach scene at the beginning, yeah. she was hanging out with them happily. She and that annoyed me it. as well. Yeah. I was like, just fine. Just you make your rules. It's your movie. Yeah. So let's plant that seed right at the start. start. And they do. They do plant that he's a psycho yeah. from the very beginning. But, but nobody notices but until don't about tell halfway me, through. Don't, yeah, don't change your character. one no. of your characters just when it's it's helpful for her to notice. Yeah, agreed. Because that's a lie. Yeah. That she that hasn't been shown to us that yeah. she's been saying that all no. along. And it just annoyed me. Agreed. Um, this is the point, This in this scene is the point where Matthew starts to realise. Yeah. Because he, Kenny's always got this like camcorder with him. Yeah, yeah, it's 2003. Um, it's 2003, every character camcorder yeah. Um, and he finds a video. Kenny goes off somewhere while they're playing video games, and he finds a video on this camcorder of him beating up a tramp. Yeah, bum fights. Bum fights. He literally goes up to a tramp in the street, beats the crap out of him. The tramp instantly is the director of the movie. Yeah. Um, Owen, whatever his name was. And um, there is also a, a quick shot of him boning a girl with purple hair. Yes. Who is unconscious? Yeah. So when you say boning, we're saying raping. Yeah. I, I didn't pick <laughs> up she was unconscious. Yeah, she so was. She was. Uh, she was in a bad. Well, she was definitely in a bad way. Yeah. She was not She was not uh, in a position to give consent, let's put it that way. And Kenny catches Matthew watching this video. He's not bothered. He's no, he's like, not bothered. He's just like, oh, nosy. In fact, he actually like comes that. out and says, oh, whilst I was in America, guess what I did? Yeah. I killed someone. And Matthew says, what, the guy on the tape? And he's joking. He doesn't believe him. Yeah. Because he doesn't, at this point, know that his mate's a psychopath. Um, well, Matt doesn't believe him. Matthew doesn't believe him. And then Kenny's like, yeah, yeah I'm only joking. only joking. I didn't really. Um, so Matthew leaves. He goes to Jen's house. Um, he's absolutely smashed. He's uh, oh, they've done more. They've done obviously. more drugs, and yeah. he turns up at Jen's house, and he's barely conscious. Um, they try to do the naughty again, but she's not interested because he's well, too and, drunk. And then she cuts him down. She says, "I'm here when you're ready. Yeah, don't bring your shit to my house. Yeah, so I like, I will fuck you whenever you want me to, but not when you're like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, so don't bring saying. your issues here. Yeah, yeah, um." And the reason he's not performing as well as he maybe should be is because he's in the background. He can see Kenny on the TV again, yeah. doing this TV show that he does, which puts him off. Um, Kenny then goes to visit Rez, um, and, and they're kind of the polar opposites, aren't they? Their their reactions from this seeing this little girl be run over, yeah. In that Rez has just gone numb and yeah. withdrawn whereas it's made Kearney feel alive yeah and they've taken hyped. a completely opposite direction yeah Ken, the Rez actually says when she died I didn't feel anything and the reason I tried to kill myself is because I felt ashamed of that yeah I didn't have any empathy for her and that, that felt bad so I tried to kill myself um, and then Kearney turns to him and says well, I could finish you off right now if you want yeah that sounds right <laughs> I could he says I'll, I'll, I'll grab it. a pillow I'll yeah. finish you if you want to die I'll do it right now for you and then there's an intense stare yeah, and then he's again. It's like, oh, oh I'm, I'm joking. joking. Yeah. yeah, he's like, what? Well, in fact, what you need to do is come to this massive party with me and Matthew tonight. Yeah, it's going to be, be a rager. It's going to be a rager. We're going to go to this party. Um, and Reg is like, I've only just gone out of hospital. I don't really want to go. But he talks him into it, and they all end up going. Um, Kenny and Matthew are then walking down the street. Matthew doesn't know where they're going, so Kenny's like, "Come on, follow me. We've got somewhere yeah. we need to be. I want to try something with you." And he walks past a homeless person on the street again. It's the same one. guy. Same guy that we met earlier on. Who, who was singing. Who was yeah. singing. Um, and they wake him up. They kind of kicks him a bit and says, wake up, wake up. And he's like, I want to give you some money. Do you need money? Do you need anything? What do you need? Yeah. He's being friendly to this yeah. Trump. Um, and he's like, oh, I can't give you any money. I haven't got any money. And he's like, I've got this. And he brings out some packet of white powder, is yeah. what we should call it at this point. And he's like, do you want this? But then Kenny gives it to Matthew, who and then Matthew gives it to the Trump. Yeah. And Kenny's recording it on Yeah, he's video. all got it on camera. And then the Trump's like made up with this. He's got some free drugs. He's yeah. well happy. So he leaves. And then Kenny tells Matthew, well, you've just given him rat poison. Yeah. He's going to die. But Matthew said, what was in the bag? Yeah. Is it coke? Was it just sugar? Because he thought he was just pissed yeah. out. And Kenny's like, yeah, it might be sugar. Yeah. Might Could be, be drugs. Might be poison. Might be a bag full of rat poison. 
And Matthew's eyes flicker. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And this is the point where he's like really starting to realise how psychopathic Kearney is. Uh, but Kearney's then like, nah, don't worry, it was just sugar. You need to chill out. Again, he's gaslighting these guys yeah. all the way through this movie is what he's doing. Um, and Matthew's had enough at this point. He walks away. He's like, fuck you. I can't believe you've just done that. You made me feel like I just murdered somebody. What I did like about this movie, in fact, I didn't, I, you know, I don't think I really liked any of the characters, but I did, the choice, the stylistic choice that I did like is that we are in the dark as well. Yes. This guy is a, you know, a psychopath is a um, habitual liar. We don't know what the real, we don't know what was in there either. No. We're not. And Matthew, because, and that's because Matthew doesn't know. Yeah, Matthew has been told that it was sugar, but he's also been told it was rat poison. Yeah, and he doesn't know who what to believe. As far as he knows, he could have shrouded against Trump. He could have just killed that. <laughs> he could have just killed that Trump, or he could have not. You will never and, know. And Kenny says to him, "What do you mean, me? You did it. You yeah, gave you it gave to it him. to him. It's on camera." Yeah, gaslighting him again. Yeah. Um, Kenny goes home and punches his dad, just for the fun of it. Because why not? I've got major issue with this next bit as well. Which bit's this? When Matthew's at work. Matthew's at work. Jen yeah. goes to see him at work. She uh, says, you're acting like a prick. You're ignoring me. What's up with you? Yeah. He's like, you're right. You are in a shit job. She's yeah. She's like giving him some home truth. Yeah. And then he tells her to fuck off. And she calls him a prick. And then she just, she leaves. And then... Is this, <laughs> did this really happen? I don't know. Or was it a... Was it a, a <laughs> Genuinely. A, a dream or was it like... He genuinely sets work on fire. He does. He sets the tires on fire at yeah. work. And the little girl who got killed is standing next to him, watching him. And this is, again, something that little girl, that's not a thing that's happening in this movie. And so if he does burn down this place of work, yeah. this garage, mountain of tires, yeah. quite a big thing. Yeah. He's doing it in broad daylight. Yeah. Why does nobody no, else work Nothing there? happens. <laughs> I don't think he did. You can't Personally, have done. I don't it's think too big did. a plot hole, surely. But then it makes the end of the movie a plot hole also, if he didn't. Yeah. So. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. Um, yeah, he, he burns the entire place down. Whether he did or didn't is uh, is redundant. The fact, the motif in the film is the little girl standing watching him. Yeah. Which doesn't happen in the movie at any other point. No. So, and I would have, if she'd have been watching him all the way through. Yeah, like on his Watching his reaction. Yeah, I would have talked. Uh, she's in right at the end. She's in yeah, there, she I is think. right yeah. at the end. But it doesn't happen. No. And all the other bad stuff that he does. No. And so it just felt stupid. It felt weird. It felt out of place. I didn't like it. Um, then the film just says August on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> We're just in August now. Um, and it feels like the three of them haven't been together for a very long time. Uh, because they meet up on a bus. Matthew's on a bus and Kearney and on the Rez way to, I on. presume they're on the way to the party that Kenny mentioned in a couple of scenes ago. Yeah, but it felt like some time had passed yeah. and they hadn't been together for long. So I don't know. Um, so they decide they toast Rez for surviving his suicide attempt to get some beers out, take some more oxy. Um, and they get to the party. And, and they go to a party. Julie turns up. Remember Julie, who was boning at the start? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, I've only oh. just heard about your suicide attempt. Yeah, this girl that he was shagging yeah. was only just found out. Um, so they do some coke because apparently coke goes really well with oxys and beer. That's what Kearney says. Uh, Jenny's also there. Um, but they're, get, they're getting fucked up. Matthew tries to talk to her. He apologises. Um, and this is where she's like, well, you'd rather be with your creepy mates. Yeah. And he tells her he's not okay, told which is the first time no he's admitted that he's not okay in the movie. But uh, she says, yeah, she says basically what you've just said. She, you're, you're more interested in hanging around with your creepy mates. Um, but he, she, he does, he is genuinely apologising to her. And she Eventually, does accept it. Does. She does accept it. And she it. says, he, he's like, oh, is there any chance we can still be boyfriend and girlfriend? And she basically says, there is, but not tonight. You need to ask me out again. Yeah, is what she says. You need to ask to me drunk. again, but don't do it tonight. I'm just going to get pissed. Um, Matthew then says to Kearney again, he asks him if it was poison in that little white packet and he doesn't get an answer again. No. Ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies, was Kearney's response. Yeah. Um, and he says that Trump was a prick. It doesn't matter if he's dead or not. It doesn't matter he was a prick. Yeah, like, what's it to you? Mate, Bear in it mind, no effect on you. Kearney wasn't there in the scene where he sang at Jen. Yeah. He was in America. So he'd never met this guy before. He literally woke him up and killed him, potentially. Um, and Matthew doesn't know how to take this. He goes outside, he starts throwing up a little bit because he's like, Yeah, out. done loads of drugs, loads of drugs, having a panic attack, freaking whatever out, combination. Yeah. Um, Jen's really drunk. Yeah, she's, she's got absolutely slaughtered. Yeah. Uh, so Kearney takes her upstairs. Um, 
he tells her, well, she calls him Matthew and he says he doesn't deny the he, fact yeah, that he isn't exactly. Matthew. And everything's got like a hazy filter on it because yeah. everyone's spaced everyone's out. Everyone's spaced out and smashed. Matthew's wandering around the he, house he's looking He's trying for to Jen. find her. Um, and then we, Matthew kind of, Matthew's so spaced out that he, he can see them. Kearney and Yeah, Jen. he's sitting on a landing. And he's kind of sit, but he can't do anything about it. He can just see them in the distance. Yeah. And then you just see Kearney shut the door. Um, and then Matthew goes off and throws up in the bathroom. Um, you can't sugarcoat what happens in the next, this next scene. Yeah, Kearney uh, tries to rape Kearney Jen. Kearney tries to rape Jen. Uh, luckily, Jen wakes up and manages to fight him off yeah. uh, before he can. Um, she tells him to go away and he's... She try, he tries he's, to gaslight her a little bit first. Yeah, she's like, like no, you, you, came wanted, on you came on to me. You wanted this. Well, you took me up Come, here. we can still do it. Yeah. Um, uh, and she says, look, go away. And there's a... Yeah, there's a clear pause where he's like deciding whether he's going to... Do this or not. Use force or or back down and he does eventually. He does eventually retreat. back down. He doesn't do it. Um, we cut to the next morning. Matthew wakes up in a car park by some bins. Um don't know how he's managed to get there he doesn't know how I he's think managed from to get this there. point in the movie whatever hope i had for deciding i liked any of these characters yeah was gone yeah. It was just yeah it doesn't um doesn't treat his characters well from this point onwards um he, he walks slowly back to the house where the house party i'm not rooting was. for anyone by this no. point he walks back to the house where the house party was and jen is the only one who's there now apparently i think it was her house oh was it her house yeah I think he just walked. To I did not pick up on morning. that at all. Okay, that's fine. I'll take that then. Um, they go up to yeah, they must have been because they go up to her room and it was the same room. So yeah, you're right. Um, and he confronts Jenny. So I know you fucked Kearney last night. I can't believe you'd do this. I can't believe. And he's screaming at her. I can't believe you'd do this. I can't believe you'd fuck my best mate. And she's like, he was vile here because he was absolutely vile. vile. And she did not take it either because could he's like, I saw you. I saw you in the room with him. And she's like. You saw him trying to rape me, and you did. And you did fuck all about yeah. it. What because does that say about you? What does you? that say about? It? And she turns it back on him, and he's like, "What the fuck?" He's completely thrown off by it. Yeah, she says, "I it's the first time I've needed you, and you did nothing." You were there. If you saw this, yeah, then you're the you're as bad as it is because you saw it and didn't do anything about it. And this is where she's like, "I told you what he was like," blah yeah. blah, and I was like, "That would have had more impact." Yeah, if, if you had, if we'd have seen, that, yeah, because that's not what I've seen yeah. in this movie, but. Having said that, it's the standout moment for the character of Jen. Yes, 100%. And just made me think I would like more of you in this movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because um, Matthew's instant reaction would be, is, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. And, and Jen she's just, like, I don't care what you she, do to she, him. Yeah. Like, what, how does that she help She actually me? says, wrong answer. Yeah. You need to be here for me. You don't need to be worrying about him. Um, yeah, I don't care a shit what you do to him. Um, I needed you to care, but you fucked up, yeah. is what she said. Um and I think Matthew realizes at that point, but it's too late by then. He's already he's the anger is so ingrained in him at this point now that he can't think of anything other than I need to kill my best mate. And that that was probably the, the best scene in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and then my next note is I've ri- I've written a bit of a paragraph on the next bit, which is another <laughs> sort of TV, TV scene set section. And above it, I've just done a note and an arrow that says this was all bad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, basically, Matthew. Kearney's doing a stand-up comedy set on yeah. his TV show. He's now show the host. Now. Yeah, or, he's now hosting yeah. this TV show. But he's gradually losing the audience. Yeah. And Matt's in the audience. Matthew's just watching him. He's just yeah. glaring at him from the audience. And then he sort of slowly talks to him one-on-one. Yeah. And he's saying, oh, she's just a girl. What are you bothered about? We need each other. And then Jen and Kearney are on TV, on the set, being interviewed. And I'm like, this none of this none is of, working the, for the me. The worst line in the whole movie is Kearney Kern, kind of confronts Matthew and he's backing him up the stairs of where the crowd are sitting and he's and the and the one of the lines he says is you can't create me and then pause me yeah what does that mean <laughs> it doesn't mean anything it's just words um and you can't be pissed off about Jen she's just a girl yeah what he says and the crowd go wild because the crowd are back on his side of Matthew's then sitting in a room that's on fire with the dead girl with him. Yeah. So that's weird as well. And he's watching this scene that you've just mentioned with Jen and Kearney on the TV show yeah. together being interviewed. Um, and his mum comes in. His mom, he's in this lounge in his house and she's like, what she's really is going on with she's you? Like, What's what, wrong with you? What is How wrong? Can you, I help? You've what? gone very much downhill over the last few weeks. What is going on with you? Um, 
Matthew says to her, I didn't do anything, but I'm going to fix what I did do, which is, again, a stupid line. No one talks yeah. to each other like that. No. <laughs> um, but he doesn't tell his mum what's going on. And he goes to meet Kearney. And they go to this like bit of wasteland. And Rez. And Rez is there. Rez it's the last well. blowout party of the summer. Final big blowout of the summer. And they're acting as if they're all great mates. Uh, Matthew says he wants to talk to Kearney about Jen. Uh, uh, so Kenny just changes the subject. Yeah, he says, Remember no, you when don't. you murdered that, you, that uh, Trump? You don't want to talk about Jen. You want to talk about that junkie you killed, is what he says. They argue a lot. Um, they they get to the point where they're fighting almost, aren't they? They're like yeah. rolling around. Kenny's like, oh, I didn't think you had it in you. Yeah. Ah, oh, you are a man. Yeah. And oh, I love you. I can't do it. And, you know. They get they get locked in this like, it's almost like a phone box. Yes. Um, in this club where they are. Um, and Matthew outright downright says to him I can't believe you tried to rape Jen and Kearney says she's a fucking liar she was coming up to me I didn't do anything like that you know me I don't do that gaslighting him again Um, you're my best mate I'd never do that blah 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 blah. tells him he loves him Um, Matthew returns that he says yeah I love you too and they go out and have a dance Um, and then Matthew goes off and buys they've left Rez again yeah completely he's on his own which I I thought again I, I just I think there was so much more to go in the in the relationship between the three of them rather than just Matthew if, and Kim. If you're only going to have this relationship with two of them, why have you even why got a third character it? there? Yeah. Yeah. Felt redundant. Um, Matthew goes off to buy some drugs. He buys some more white powder, whatever it is. And pills. And pills. And he spikes Kearney's mixes drink. Mixes it all he together. He mixes it all together and pours it into Kearney's beer. Um, and then they, all three of them, down their beers with an oxy again. Yeah. And... Matthew, from this point on now, just stands and watches Kearney for the rest of the night. And he's in a bad way. He's complete. He's obviously going rapidly downhill, yeah. drugs-wise. He leaves the dance floor. Stumbles around. Matthew's just so, stalking around. Like he was going for ages, yeah, stumbling back through into the Into girls and, and kissing girls out of nowhere. And Matthew's just stalking him from behind, just following him outside. And he eventually goes outside and he climbs up onto this, like, scaffold scaffolding platform. thing. I don't know. Um, and... With a bonfire underneath? Yeah, this is where I think this was the metaphor of the burning fire yeah. tyre factory. I don't know. There was no fire there. I don't think. But there might have been. <laughs> it was... I don't know. It felt like the fire was metaphorical. And I will... Because there was people there clubbing. Yeah, I will again point out. So these two are not on their own. They've they've climbed up some sort of structure type thing. Yeah, they're but, not that high you, up. No, no. But you can see people. Yeah, they down. walk. For, there's like people with them things you see on Thai beaches, tennis balls on chains, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and fight. You know, and people dancing and glow sticks. So, there's, but the whole place is on fire. And I think there is a fire. I don't yeah, know if the place is on fire. The, the, there's a lot of fire. My point is more. There's loads of witnesses to what's about to happen. Yes. Um. Yeah, it was really strange. And I think I don't know if the fire was like symbolizing the rage or something. I don't know. The may or may weird. not have been a fire. There may have may not have been a fire. Um, he follows him outside. They follows him up this structure, and Kearney kind of turns to him, and I think he realizes what's happened at this yeah. point because he realizes he's been done over. He says to him, "You're never going to forget this moment." Yeah, and he, and then he says, "We're best mates" or something, yeah. and then Matthew pushes him. Off Matthew this, says, "I hate you." I hate you. I fucking hate him. you. And he pushes him off this structure, potentially into some fire, or potentially just onto not. the ground. Who knows? He murders his friend. Murders his best friend. Yeah. Um, again there's people all around yeah there's people everywhere but but as we it's, have seen it's also possible that he just fell off this structure because he was pissed on drugs he pushed it we saw he, him push we him. saw him push him but th- was that in his head who knows but <laughs> was again, it on this imaginary tv show who knows there is no consequences for anything matthew does no. not the, or there's consequences or in his own head but there are no real life no. as in there's no police there's no witness no one screams and you, you know yeah it's weird um then matthew's on this tv show that's being hosted by this guy again and this guy says how do you feel after you've just killed your best friend and matthew doesn't answer and then all the crowd and the, this host start chanting guilty at him he may not have even pushed him he may, it may have just overdosed yeah and, I, and that yeah. as off camera Gee, but i didn't like <sighs> i don't think he did push it i think in his head he wanted to but i don't think he did yeah but and, and that we was, saw him do it the push but. was a was an allegory from just yes. watching him over od yes. but that's how i understood would it. that not have been a better scene just more powerful if you just stood over him while the guy was maybe i i didn't like the stylistic choice no. 
It didn't work for me. I agree. We'll get to it at the end, but I agree. Um, yeah, the, the crowd and the host start chanting guilty at Matthew and they, they say, we will judge you. And then we cut to them, him and Jen sitting on the beach again. Um, and Jen says to him... The fact that she's even talking to this guy again. Yeah, after he remarkable. just threatened to kill this guy who's now dead. Yeah. <laughs> no one's seen him. No one's seen him. And yeah, it's bizarre. Um, and she says, what happened? And Matthew says, I don't know. <laughs> that's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Uh, he says, I'm sorry for everything. And he asks if she's okay. She's it's like, just the yeah, first time I'm, anybody's I'm, asked if she's okay. I'm going traveling. She's fine. Decided she's I'm going go. traveling. I'm going to, I need to not be here. Is yeah. what she says. Um, and then we cut back to the funeral from the start of the film. Um, and Matthew's outside. The teacher guy comes up. He shakes his hand. Says again about making sure you make the right life choices. Um, th- does his mother come over and apologize to him? I think she does. Somebody does. Uh, Rez and Julie turn up. Rez and Julie turn up as well. They're fine. They all then everybody makes their way into the church, um, and Matthew starts doing his voiceover again, and it's all about you're defined by the choices you make in life. And he turns um, to the camera. Yeah, don't. <laughs> and he again, says, "Not happened through this movie." That summer changed everything, but I know what happened, and I know what was the right thing to do. And then he turns to the camera, and he doesn't go into the church. It almost winks, and he almost winks. I thought he was going to, and then the film ends. Thoughts? <laughs> I didn't like it. No, I didn't. I, I, it tried I didn't to be... know if I was being harsh because I didn't really want to watch. I wasn't in the mood to watch it. Do you know? I, I was like, oh, I just wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah. Before I started it, and then, so maybe, maybe that leads to why I'm a bit negative on it but I'd like to think not I don't think so because adversely to that I didn't like it I was quite looking forward to watching it yeah and I was like I've got a good feeling about this film and it's so superficial it's just it's just surface level there's no I I was offended I was actually offended by the the sort of the lip service they gave to there's some big to, themes to the, here. The, the suicide, the mental health stuff. I, I thought the it rapes. The, this the does more harm than good. Yeah, I agree. I think... Like, give me... If you're, you you got a character with, with those issues and then you're going, oh, yeah, we put... The joke... Not the joke. The the thing is, oh, he's pushed to the side. Yeah. And then it happens again later in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just thought... Nah, I, I, yeah, I thought I had a big issue with that. Anyway. I agree. I mean, we, we, we don't know... We know Kearney was a psychopath, but none of his stories got finished off. We don't know if he killed these people in America. We don't know if he raped this girl in America. We think he might have done. We don't know if he killed this tramp in the UK. And then he just gets killed. He's just and a psychopath. He's just a psychopath. Just a psychopath. No redeeming I, mean. no... I didn't care. I didn't care. I d- I, that character is nowhere near as interesting as this movie thinks it is. No, I agreed. I, I think you could say that for all of them. Yeah. I think acting-wise... They're the all performances fine. Are the fine, performances yeah. are fine. Yeah. The, Dean Charles Chapman is the standout. I think he's really good in it. Um, but the writing and the direct, the directing is appalling. The, the those TV scenes and all that, like, oh, am I trying to be? It's, it's like Bronson, isn't it? Am I, am I trying to be that yeah. sort of movie and failing miserably at it and not writing anything in depth? Like you say, giving just lip service to themes like suicide and rape, it's it's offensive. Yeah, and yeah, I was like. It finished and I was like, that's dark. But it's not dark like it thinks it's dark. And they it's try- dark because it's not doing I, the right thing. I thought they... I I almost... Whether this was an intention or not, I almost felt like they were trying to glorify Kearney's... Yeah. Like, you know, oh, he's like a teenage version of Begbie from Trains yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Make I was like, like, nah. The audience can see this character as a psychopath from the first minute of the movie yeah. when he's smashing that car up. The characters don't see it until about halfway through. And that's weird. And then they suddenly say, we've been telling you this all the way through. Which they haven't. They've been telling each (laughs) Each other other all the way through. And they haven't. Which they haven't. And then I I just just thought that that end sequence where they're... I suppose it doesn't really matter if he really pushed him, if he went into a fire or the ground, or if actually he was just watching him OD. But why do we have to make it so complicated? Yeah. Because it really nullified the emotion out of it for me. Yeah. I mean, I'd kind of tuned out on the characters before that, but it, I just found, again, I was annoyed at the way that they portrayed this. The, the death, the Kearney death the scene. The end is, of Kearney. The Kearney death scene is bad. It's really bad. It didn't need to happen the way it happened. You could have just had him 
die of an overdose and Matthew just watching and not doing yeah. anything. That's more effective. Yeah. Then they didn't even need the big confrontation at the end where it's like, you're never going to forget this moment of yeah. killing somebody because I've done it before, blah, blah, blah. I think even if you have that character sort of crying out for help at the end and, yes, yeah. you know, there you've got more and nobody comes. There. Matthew just stands and yeah. leaves or something. Kill, potentially pushing him into a potential fire is silly. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. I don't, I don't know. I do, there's just something about it that just doesn't really sit. I didn't all. like it. I didn't like it. I, I, it annoyed me. I, I don't. None of what it was trying to set out registered with me. No, I agree. I completely agree. And it's a real shame because you, those. Do stories, you want to tackle these issues or not? Yeah, those stories you need telling. I mean? Yeah, you need to it's, be able to tackle these issues. But if you're going to do it, you really have to respect the issues that you're tackling. And I don't think it did. I genuinely don't. I don't know if the novel does. I, I was no just going to say the same thing. I would. I'd like to believe you know on a on a on a format like a novel, you can really yeah um, get into that. And, and and I'd be interested to see how what this is an adaptation of yeah. compared to the source material. I'm sure those TV show scenes don't happen in the novel. I'm sure that's a directorial yeah. choice. I don't know. I'm but. I'm positive it is. Because it's a it's a terrible choice as well. It's awful. Yeah, there's there's some decent performances. I think. Yeah, I think all the three four main cast members are all great in it. But apart from, but every single character is under underserved in this. Yeah. Apart from the Kenny and Matthew. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said about uh, Matthew's mother. What's what's going on there? Yeah. What's, what's their relationship like? What's she's always she's every, she's in three scenes and she's always crying or. Yeah, but we don't never find or, out why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, give us... Why? Why? Why are you <laughs> doing that? What's... Agreed. What's happening here? Yeah. Because that would help flesh out his character as well. And I might yeah. feel a bit more for him. Yeah. If I know about what's going on at no, home. None of the characters are fleshed out enough and none of the storylines are fleshed out enough. And yeah. it's, it just feels superficial and shallow. It me. is superficial. That's a, that is a good word It does. It. It's just surface level... We're trying to make a gritty drama. Yeah. Trying to make a gritty Irish drama with no Irish people in it. Bizarre. <laughs> What's the best thing about it? Um, I think it's the performances. I think they ever they're not given a lot to work with, but they all. I mean, I think Anya Taylor Joy is the best thing about this movie. She's great in it. I think Dean Charles Chapman's great in it as well. And Finkhole is. They're, they're, they're given Finkhole. <laughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> they're all given nothing to do. Put it in your. But what they do. Oh, they are given. They're all three of them do it well. I think. Yeah, I think that's the best thing. I'm going to ask you what you'd change about it, but there's an awful lot needs changing. I think I think pretty much covered it. I want I want more depth. Yeah, agreed. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Be- write it better, please. Yeah, <laughs> and direct it better. Should we do a stream table? Yeah, let's do it. Uh this is this is going to be an interesting conversation. Actually. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, currently, there's nine films in the stream table. This is the tenth movie of season nine. Um, currently, number nine is Buddy Games. Eight is Freaks, You're One of Us. Seven is Mercy. Six is Sweet Girl. Five is Catty Catty. Four is Don't Listen. Three, Against the Ice. Two, The Humans. One, Warriors of Future. So I'm not sure how much I'm trusting my own judgment on this one. Okay. Because of like, I I almost... I didn't like it, but I almost feel like I didn't have my mind at its most open when I went in because I started it quite late last night. Yeah. I was like, I've got to watch this. I've run out, <laughs> of, run time out of time. This now, week. Yeah. But my initial reaction from that list is it goes only above buddy games. I'm not going to lie. That's exactly where I had it. And I'm surprised I'm going that low with it because there's good acting performances in it. Yeah. But this season so far has been the season of good acting performances. Every one of those films has got a decent acting performance in. So acting isn't going to save you this season, I don't think. And I enjoyed all eight, all of those other eight I, films I did more. as well. I did as well. And I think it has to go ninth out of 10, which surprises me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, but this has so far been a quite strong season. There's decent films on that list. Mm-hmm. All the way to ninth. There's only Buddy Games that isn't a good film on that list. And I could see some people liking this. This wasn't for me. No, it's definitely not for me. Uh, is it's, it a good it, film? 
uh, you make your mind up. Yeah, exactly. Not for me. I think this has to go ninth because it's be- It's not as good as Freak Show One of Us. Yeah. And it's as simple as that, isn't it? It's, I think That's so. the one it's got to yeah. beat and it doesn't. It beats Buddy Games. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't beat the I next mean, one up. Yeah. There's a huge gap there. There's still a huge gap there. This is a still, this is a much better film than Buddy Games. Um, But yeah, I, I, that was where I was going to say as well. Fine. So I, Sold. It's as simple as that, isn't it? It's not, yeah. not the difficult conversation yeah. we were expecting. I would watch all eight of those movies before I watch this one again. Cool. Simple. I I uh, I thought you might be sort of giving me the good performances, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Normally I would. Normally I'd say there's some good acting performance in this, but like I've just said, all of those films have got good acting performances. Yeah. It's not going to save you this season. Done deal. Done deal. Ninth. Ninth. Right. That just leaves one thing to do. Yes. Next week's movie. Come on, Robin. What have you got? Robin is not coming. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, we've had a wild card played. Another oh, one. The race is hotting up. The race is hotting up. Um, our newest Patreon, Smileyton, also known as Alex, has decided to play his season nine wild card. Wild, wild card. card. Okay. All I have to do now is remember the film that he played it with. <laughs> there with me, there it is. Um, yeah, he's decided. It's his first ever wild card. No, it's his second wild card, but his first one as a Patreon. Yeah. He won a wild card last he year. He won a competition last he did. year. He did. He won the Oscars race last year. Um, here's... Rather bravely, I think. Okay. Picked a comedy drama, <laughs> a dramedy, which don't historically sit well on this show. Well, and I think. Or with me. <laughs> no, but I think to be fair to you, that is because the the sort of level of movie we tend to talk about being bottom of the stream is that we see a lot of action, we see a lot of horror, yeah, bit of drama, comedy, lying at the bottom of the stream. Not so much. No. So. And the ones that do are usually bad. We've yeah. seen some bad comedies <laughs> on have, this show. Yeah. And not many good ones. However, he's kind of pulled it back because it's also a time jumping dramedy. Oh, he's appealing to your. <laughs> he's appealing to. Time yeah. slip. <laughs> he is, indeed. Uh, um, this movie's Italian. Okay. Um, he's taken us to Italy. Um, it is called Still Time. Fine. It's from 2022. It's from last year. It's a 15 and it runs at one hour and 49 minutes. Do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. In this time-jumping dramedy, a workaholic who's always in a rush now wants life to slow down when he finds himself leaping ahead a year every few hours. Oh, interesting. Mm. I thought so. 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Not bad. Quite high. Uh, Like I said, it's Italian, so I don't think we're going to have known anybody in it. We've done Italian before? Yes, we did... A classic horror story. Oh, indeed. A few that was seasons Italian. ago. Is that the only one? I think it is. I, I've named you one more. Well, one more do you want I don't want me. anything more from you. <laughs> um, I think it is a Netflix original as well. Um, no, it's we did Rose Island. Oh, of course. That yeah, was that Italian. was Italian. That was only last season. We yeah. should have remembered that. Um, I cannot confirm or deny if it's a Netflix original. Maybe it isn't. Um, but yeah, so we're going to go and watch Still Time. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram whatever Twitter's called now, and Letterboxd. Our username is at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Shell suit. Shell suit? <laughs> I'd love a bottom of the stream shell suit. <laughs> I know you would. I'd wear so that. Would I. <laughs> <laughs> After you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of, well, for five pounds of your English pounds every month, you will get early access to the movie show episodes. You will get a poster that have started to arrive with the Patreons now. Brilliant. So they should have them. Um, loads of other cool stuff. Uh, there's really, being a Patreon is great. You get a, a secret room in the Discord where you can go and chat yeah. with us. And if you come in, if you come in on, on <laughs> um, and you will also get a wild card. Yes. Um, which means you can do what Alex has just done and what I did last week and try and win the wildcard race. Try and pick us a film that you think is better than Warriors of Future because that's the one to beat this season by the looks of it. And then when you've done all of that, head over to Discord. The Discord is a wonderful group full of wonderful people who will talk to you about anything. We'll chat about movies, chat about all sorts of cool stuff. And every month we do a watch along. First Sunday of every month we do a watch along in the Discord. And it's just a generally great place to be. The Discord link is in the bottom of the show notes. 
if you can spare us a few minutes, please consider leaving us a rating and review anywhere you can review and rate podcasts because it really does help spread the word about our show, which means we can make more friends, get more people in the Discord, get more people listening and finding some of these hidden gems you can do that anywhere you can review and rate podcasts that's places like podbean podchaser apple podcasts uh, patreon spotify we're on all of those places we are indeed come and find us come and find us you might get a shell suit you might do why not <laughs> and then when you found us go and watch still time alex's wildcard for season nine and we'll be back on monday for the wave and next thursday for the movie show cheers bye